Hi, I'm Dr. Divina Lopez, a board-certified pediatrician with over 10 years of experience in pediatrics, and you are listening to Dancing into Parenthood. Welcome back to Dancing into Parenthood. I am your host, Dr. Divina Lopez, board certified pediatrician, parent educator, and coach. In this episode, I am going to tell you exactly what happens to your baby when you deliver in the hospital and they are taken to the nursery. So right now there is an initiative to have babies stay with mom for skin to skin contact after delivery which I love, I think it's beautiful. And if you are able to do skin to skin contact, it's one of the best things that you and your baby could do right after you delivered. It's so sweet and it's beautiful and it's great for both you and the baby. Now, during that time after the delivery, we are always observing the baby, evaluating as a pediatrician who has attended many, many, um, deliveries and C-sections, I can tell you that there is something called an APGAR score. So we observe and we check for certain things. We make sure that the baby is doing well after a certain like minutes. And if the baby is doing well, they can stay with mom. And then afterwards, when the mom is ready, then baby usually goes over to the nursery like I said, if everything is good, meaning that they are breathing well, that their color is good, that their heart rate is good, everything seems to be transitioning normally, okay? When baby goes into the nursery, that observation and evaluation continues. So there they usually weigh the baby, they take vitals. So vital signs are your heart rate, your respiratory rate. Um, we also do an oxygen saturation. So we're always observing the baby and they get their little first bath in the nursery, which is super cute. I love it. <laughs> and then usually, um, you know, in addition to like observation, there's some other things that are done in the nursery by the nurses, right? So one of them is the vitamin K shot. And that vitamin K shot is necessary so that babies don't bleed. So this helps in the whole coagulation process of, of blood, okay? Babies also get some eye drops put into their eyes and that's to prevent an infection. And uh, I think maybe a lot of parents are not even aware of these things that, that go on into the nursery. And that's why I felt like this episode was important to give you good information so that you are totally aware of what will be happening if you deliver in a hospital. Okay, so like after 24 hours, usually we do a test, which back in the days we call a PKU test. It's a newborn screening test and every state has their version of it in the United States. And that test actually is taken, it's a blood test. So your baby's gonna get a little heel prick. Um, it's not a venous test, so it's not like a needle into the vein, but it is a little heel prick with a lancet. And there's like a filter paper, and then we take some small samples of blood 
Um, so it's like little blood drops onto the filter paper and that test gets sent off to the state for screening. And what that test actually screens for is, um, well, every state is a little different. So some of them have more tests than others, but it's usually like genetic uh, disorders or metabolic disorders, um, things that are usually pretty rare, but also some common things. So some hormone things are also checked in there. And usually you don't even get this result back or anything because for the most part, it's normal. So if it's normal, you won't be receiving a letter in the mail. If it's abnormal, if something needs to be repeated, then you will receive a letter in the mail and usually the hospital where you deliver does too. And you will be getting a phone call to be notified that another test needs to be done. Or maybe, it, maybe it's just a repeat of that same test if the sample wasn't good enough. Or they may have to do some other test just to check and follow up. Okay, so you will be notified if something is abnormal. If everything goes okay, you don't usually get any notification at all. Uh, so are there other blood tests that are done when your baby is in the nursery? The answer generally is no. If everything went well in your pregnancy, if the baby is looking good, then that's usually the only blood test. Now, if there is a need, um, let's say your baby is looking a little yellowish, a little jaundice, and they check with, there is a, um, a little monitor that they use just like on the forehead usually and if that number is a little high then they may need to do a blood test just to check where the bilirubin is at all right because we actually have a little graph that we uh plot it on and then we decide whether or not your baby may need some phototherapy so that may be another blood test that your baby needs to get also if you had your group B strep, so your GBS test in pregnancy was positive, then your baby may need to have a blood test as well. So let's say you just didn't have the appropriate amount of antibiotics given to you prior to the delivery, then your baby may automatically need this test. If the baby doesn't look well, um, let's say they're breathing quickly or something is going on, then they may need to do some further tests. Okay, uh, all babies receive a hearing test as well. So you should receive those results before you leave the hospital. If for some reason you're discharged really quickly, they may ask you to do it as an outpatient, but generally you do, um, your baby does have a hearing test before they leave the hospital. And then I did mention the oxygen saturation test. This is done now just to check if see if there's like any um, cardiac issues that they may need to further look into. Um, so that's just the little pulse off. So you might see like a little light with a band on their toe and um, a, a normal oxygen test won't warrant any other test to go on. If something is abnormal with that, then of course they may need to transfer the baby to the, the NICU or do some other tests just to check their heart. Okay, so um, the other question that I get so often from parents is the hepatitis B vaccine. So you will be asked to sign a consent for
for the hepatitis B vaccine. And that's the only vaccine that your baby would be receiving after birth. So the theory behind giving the hepatitis B vaccine is, of course, you know, if your baby is to protect them just in case they are exposed to it. But hepatitis B is a virus that is a blood-borne virus. So there would need to be some exchange of bodily fluids in order to um, in order to contract it, right? Any mom who is hepatitis B positive, or if you live with close family members who are hepatitis B positive, should definitely get vaccinated with the hepatitis B vaccine. So those babies, I would absolutely say yes, and they may even need uh, another shot that we give if if family members, if mom, especially if mom is positive for hepatitis B. They also, I, I, like I said, the theory behind giving hepatitis B vaccine is like, let's say there was some staff member at the hospital who was positive and God forbid your baby was exposed. How likely is that though? You know, you, as a healthcare professional, I know that that's one of the tests that they make sure that I'm always up to date with. So they'll check to see whether I am immune or not. And then if I'm not, then I have to get another hepatitis B vaccine. Um, and that's generally the policy in any almost any healthcare facility. So of course, there could be a chance anything could happen, right? Um, but it's a very low possibility. And so your baby will get that hepatitis B vaccine with their pediatrician anyway, because it's a series. It's not just one dose. And so for that reason, if there's no one at home, no close contacts with hepatitis B, I'm okay with you waiting to give it. But, you know, just be aware of who's living in your household, who are your close contacts, and whether or not anyone may be positive for this. So this was a super important episode because I feel like a lot of the times parents have no idea as to what goes on with their baby in the nursery. Of course, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. I'm more than happy to answer all of your questions. And in my freebies on the website, I do have a downloadable PDF on the newborn testing. So go grab that now. Bye. For more support from me, you should visit my website at www.drdivinalopez.com where you can find information regarding my digital courses and membership. Also, don't forget to follow me on your favorite social media platforms at Dr. Divina Lopez. Thank you for listening. Please keep in mind that all advice in this podcast is general information. To understand your specific situation, you must consult with your provider.